It's Illegal's Podcast. We're back again. I'm Smith. Seth. We're here. We're doing it. It's late again. It's fucking Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's 7 o'clock at night. Eastern time. Eastern time. But we're here. We're doing it. So it's like 12 p.m. in uh, California right now. So it, It's like hot as fuck where I am. How's it, it on very your very hot. We're both in the southeast. It's very hot. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Other day I had a friend... Um, I, I play uh, I play online um, RPGs like Dungeons and Dragons type stuff, um, and I have a friend who lives in I think currently they they live in like Finland or something like that, mm-hmm. and they said that the temperature it had gotten too hot, and I said well what's the temperature there? And they said it's thirteen degrees, and I said is that is that Celsius? And he's like yes, I converted it, and that's like sixty four degrees Fahrenheit. Whew. I would kill for 64 degrees Fahrenheit. In, in Georgia, we shut down the schools when it's 64 degrees. People <laughs> that's can't go time. outside. That's when you're like, holy shit, it is freezing outside. Yeah. So you wear eight jackets when it's 64 degrees in the southeast. Oh, my God, dude. I, I would I would love that. Bring it on. State of emergency temperature right there. Oh. Whew. Another friend said, yeah, it was 80 degrees a day. And I was like, it was 97 here. Fuck off. You know, one thing we never discuss on the podcast <clears throat> is that before we record the podcast, I think that we have a very aggressive relationship. Do we? Would you agree? How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you figure? Okay. How about this? What was the first word I said to you today when we opened up on the call? I bet you called me the N word. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> that did not happen. Uh, no, but you did call me uh, a, a bitch. I called you a bitch. Mm-hmm. And then, so that, that's how it starts. And then we just go back and forth. Who who knows who says the more mean stuff? Who, we're, not, we're not here to judge that. Mm-hmm. But then the thing that I hate the most, and I'm not sure if I've discussed this on the podcast before, and I hate it so much, is that we have to sync up our audio since we record separately. And we have to use this website called time.is. And it is the dumbest, most useless piece of shit website I've ever used in my life. It is literally a clock. I mean, it's it's made so that you can tell what time it is in other parts of the world and your own. And for this purpose right here, which is syncing up uh, uh, recordings. But we are, we are in the same time zone. Mm-hmm. We have cell phones that use the same satellites to get their time off of. Uh-huh. And we have to use this dumb website. But then again, hold on now. But hold on. Think about this. Look at it right now, and it says right here that my clock on my computer is 2.2 seconds behind the actual time on time.is. So how far off are our cell phones? I don't think that our cell phones are far off at all. Okay, listeners, I implore you to go to time.is and find a use for it. If you can do that, then you win the Millennials Premium Package. What if I want to know what it's, what what time it is in uh, Guangzhou? I can just click on a button right here, and I know that it is. Um, ooh, hold on. Oh shit! <laughs> Maybe it's not gonna tell me. Um, no, I guess you have to like do some. Cal- yes, you can like do calculations. I don't know. You planning a flight to Guangzhou sometime soon? Oh no! It says that the oh oh okay. It's actually I guess just twelve hours away from now. It's fucking seven oh seven a.m. At seven a.m. You going okay. to Guangzhou sometime soon? I bitch, I might be. No, you're not. Because <laughs> if there's one thing we know from being millennials, it's that we don't have money for flights. 
So no, we don't. We don't. Especially not international ones. I've always heard people talk about how, uh, oh yeah, I used to used to fly here, then I flew there, and I flew to this place, and I'm like, flights are like seven hundred dollars. Well, it depends where, where you're going. You can go, you can go in the within the United States for, I mean, depending on if you buy your tickets far enough in advance, you know, three, four hundred, sometimes less. Which is still a lot of money, though. I mean, yeah, I guess it's that, it's the expense. That's as much as my my meter for what a big investment is, which is a game console or a expensive computer part. That's true. That's true. I can see that, but. I don't know. I guess you gotta get places somehow, right? I just fucking drive. Well, yeah, but you're gonna drive. You're gonna drive to New York. I'd like to. That'd be a pretty cool trip, actually. You don't. You wouldn't want to drive back. I guess that's true. I got podcasts. It's a Fourteen hour. Entertain myself. Oh my god, podcasts. Who cares? Podcasts <laughs> are dead. <laughs> oh my god, get them out. Oh man, that'd be great though. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't also, think it would still like, cost you a lot in gas to do that stuff. And then if, you're, if you do that much wear and tear in your car in one trip, it might, you know, you might have a fucking problem with your car. That might cost you money. So I don't you know. know I don't think that, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be uh, about the same thing. You know what we should have? What? Fucking a developed train system that could do this for us too. Here's something I realized recently, because a lot of my friends I have now, they travel because they're like from other places and they have to travel to those places when they go home or whatever. Um, is a train ticket costs just as much as a plane ticket, and it takes ten times as long to get places. That's weird. What? I rode, I rode from, from Savannah to Orlando on the Amtrak like 15 years ago, and it was like 60 bucks. Yeah, I had a friend, he, went, he's, he, has a, he goes to college in New York, and he just graduated, and he went to his graduation, and the plane ticket cost him like 270 and a train ticket would have been like 280 and the plane ride was like an hour and a half, two hours, and the train ride was 12 hours. What about buses? I don't know. I, I, I doubt that it's any better, though. But, like, for real, though, we should have a developed rail system that doesn't cost as much money as that, right? Like, it shouldn't cost any money, to be honest. But. Oh, so that's true. It should definitely be free. But, I mean, that's where, if we're, if we're, if we're I, guess if, I guess, I guess, yeah, you're right. Let's go with maximum, maximum optimism. Yeah, why are we, why are we limiting ourselves here? I think back to the, to, old times uh like to old timey conceptions of what planes were gonna be like and they were basically gonna be like trains in the sky or whatever or they're gonna have like here's the dinner part of the plane here's the fucking like part of the plane where there's a big window for everyone to look outside in and see that shit never happened yeah that's true you know what though this this is actually a good a good segue into the topic i want to discuss mostly this week and that is a uh, friend of the show, Elon Musk, mm-hmm. who is currently having himself a He's normal. He's gonna be on one. next week, right? Hmm. He's gonna be on next week, right? Next week's episode. Yeah, yeah. We're bringing him okay. on as a guest next week because okay. um, our good our good friend Elon is having a normal one on Twitter right now. Have you mm-hmm. seen his recent activities? Yeah, I've seen him try to like shut down the haters lately. So I guess that's what he's doing. It's like people were making fun of the fact that, uh, you know, like, he he won't let his workers unionize. 
like he's he's doing his best to prevent unions from forming his uh, Tesla factories, right? Yeah. And he even had his new girlfriend Grimes get on Twitter. Uh, and, uh, you know what? I'm not going to describe her actions to him. I'm going to say she did it of her own volition, where she said that he's never prevented a union from forming. He's totally cool, boss. But they don't want to unionize because everything is great. And then. Just recently, he got on there and said that, oh, man, he hates the fact that the union is trying to come in because they make things worse. They won't let him pay his people as much as he can. He won't He won't give them stock options anymore because of the union. And people pointed out, you know, that's a threat, right? Like, if you say, like, publicly that if you do this thing, I will take this away from you, that's a threat against workers. You know, that's, that's a, there's laws about this. So now he's having himself a little, a little. He's he's shitting himself on Twitter because people point out the fact that he threatened his workers, and so he's saying now he should create his own media company where users rate how truthful the news that appears in various um, news organizations is. How do users know what's true, though? That's a good question, Seth. When I read the news, I mean, I don't know if it's true or not. There's there. Luckily, there are websites that do it for us, and I don't even know if those websites are right. They seem to be. They seem to have some some science behind them so I, I guess i trust them for now but i wouldn't be able to go on and see oh elon musk uh is hurting his workers i wouldn't have any way of actually factually knowing if that's true or not um so i wouldn't my, my user rating wouldn't matter you can't see it right now but i'm putting on my postmodernist hat and saying there's no such thing as truth so don't even try to figure it out but no mm. The reason that I know these stories about about Elon Musk trying to keep workers from unionizing are true is because I live in the world, I've read history, and I experience capitalism, and I think about it, and it's like, well, yeah, that would make sense. A capitalist would want to prevent their workers from arguing in favor of more rights. Yeah. It's like, it just, I mean, it's not even like conforming to my worldview, that's just logical, like... You don't want people that you're trying to oppress to, to rise up. So it's like, I get it. And so Elon Musk basically was also threatening news organizations by saying, hey, I'll make something that'll make people trust you less. And he went off and said, you know, oh, Trump is president now because the media told so many lies about him that no one believed them anymore. So now they elected Trump as a reaction to the fact that the media lied about him. And I was like, are we sure about that, Elon? Are we sure that's the reason he's president? Yeah, and Elon Musk doesn't like, he, he says he doesn't like Trump, right? Uh, sure. Okay. I've, I've never really understood the relationship. I know that one time Donald Trump said something on Twitter about liking Elon Musk, and Elon Musk was like, you're wrong. So I, I didn't know if there was a, a, a tense relationship there or not. Well, he, he was on one of his advisory boards for several months, so mm. he did he did collaborate with, the, with Trump. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. This Elon Musk situation, we've discussed it before. People really ride his dick, and I don't know. He's not, obviously, in my opinion, he's not the savior that a lot of people on the internet see him to be. Oh, yeah. See, the thing is, I see too many people, uh, in, in my, and you know what, in my cantankerous old man opinion, I see too many people lining up to fucking suck Elon Musk's cock. And, you know, I like sucking cock much as the next guy, but not this fucking dude, right? This dude is, he's, he's a capitalist. Why are yeah, we fucking... I do agree that you like sucking cock. <laughs> why are we lining up to, def- like, why are people lining up to defend a guy who literally makes his money 
while you had to fucking sit there in, in, in what is comparatively squalor and, and scrape and scrimp to get by. Like, why would you ever defend someone like that? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's the same thing with people who, I mean, it's the same exact scenario that's happened with people who support Trump. Most Trump supporters are, you know, fucking poor people who think that somehow this rich guy is going to make their lives better. And they're wrong. He, these rich guys just want to make their lives better. And they, they'll bring a couple of people along with them, you know, mostly other executives and people who are already rich as well. And that's going to be about it. Yeah, that is true. But people don't want to see the truth. People want to think that Elon Musk is going to take us to the fucking moon and he's going to let us live on Mars and we're all going to participate in this and it's going to be for everyone. Even though, you know, Elon Musk already makes something that people can buy and it's called a Tesla and they're not super affordable. So, obviously, he's not in this to help everyone. I, I did see someone say on Twitter, um, shout out to a person that I sort of know, I guess, Zegermans who said that maybe you should let the union come in and teach you how to mass-produce a vehicle. It's true. Because if, if, if people who don't know, Tesla has a very hard time meeting their production quotas. Yeah, they, because, mean, they make a lot of, um, miss a lot of their quotas. Because they're very poorly made vehicles and also probably don't have a very good worker uh, morale, if yeah. I had to guess. Well, the vehicles aren't entirely poorly made. That's That's a bit of a misjudgment, but... Seth, I've, I've looked at the videos of the recent one. They just put an iPad in the front of an electric car. They just put an iPad in front of an electric car and called it a day. Like, yeah. it's not a very good... And then, like, the I mean, fucking, but it's got... The, the, I, hey, I'm not going to just blindly shit on someone just because I don't like them. The Teslas do have really good crash ratings, and they are pretty ec- um, ecologically sound and environmentally friendly compared to most of the cars we drive. So I do, I do got to give Tesla that. They are good for that, but it does make it all good. Now, see, unlike Seth, I will blindly shit on people for things because I don't like them. And uh, buy yourself a Chevy Volt if you want yourself a, uh, a fucking eco car. Do that. Yes, you know? because Chevrolet is the most clean company in the American history. Hey, and I they didn't have say never that. done anything bad either. I didn't say that. I said it's a it's it's a more affordable car that does what you want it to do. If you want to save the world, sure. that's your car. But if we're gonna blindly shit on people just because we don't like them, mm-hmm. then we shouldn't buy anything from anyone. Who runs Chevy? You should make your own car. His name is Bill Chevy, and he's probably <laughs> raped ten kids. Okay, so Bill fuck Chevy. <laughs> Bill Chevy is a monster. He it's is not an automobile company started in America that is not owned Wait, take by a fucking minute. monster. What, what, what was that word you just said? Automobile. <laughs> automobile. Is that is that what you are going with? Yes, it's an <laughs> automobile company in America that is not run by a fucking monster. The guy who owns Ford? People don't know this. Mussolini. Yeah. Henry Ford Mussolini. Actually, that's not a very good example because Henry Ford did sell vehicles to the Nazis. So that's actually actually more true than people want it to be, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, um, well, here's what we need, Seth. What we need is uh, the socialist car. We need the car uh, made made by socialists. What would that be? Where, where, where would we find that at, you think? Hmm. It'd be a nice pair of shoes, I think. <laughs> we have a good the sturdy pair of shoes. I mean, in general, right, socialists would rather have a train, I think, right? Wouldn't that be the thing? That's true. You'd rather have mass transit because... It's all about the group, not the individual. And you think as cars are a very American 
uh, thing, you know, that's like this. each person in their own car driving, going their own way, as long as there's a road there, I guess, you know? But other countries are like, get on this fucking train, just go, just, just crowd in there, go with everybody else. And to be right, honest, I gotta I give a the train. quick shout out. Um, so, t- speaking of people who have an opinion on Donald Trump, and one of my favorite people in America, LeBron James, mm-hmm. um, LeBron James decided to embody the heart and soul of America the other night when he was playing against the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. There's a man in the front, there's a man on courtside seats wearing a Make America Great Again hat who had the audacity when LeBron was taking a little breather, wiping some sweat off, he asked LeBron for his towel. So LeBron went up to him, put the towel out, and then threw it out of his reach. <laughs> so, good job, LeBron James. You're once again proving to be not only the best athlete alive, but one of the best people alive and using your platform for good. And shout out for having your 25th 40-point postseason game and breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record for most field goals in the history of the playoffs. So good job to LeBron James on all fronts. Matt Owens. Did you, uh, it, you know, conversely from there, did you hear what happened with the NFL today? Yeah, they're, uh, they decided they were just going to kill all the black players. <laughs> it's, uh, it's really controversial, and football is about to get a lot worse. Super unorthodox plan. Uh, but no, but they're, the whole kneeling thing. Yeah. has broken the the brains of white America so bad that here's what the NFL came up with. Teams will no longer be required to stand on the field during the during the national anthem. Instead, you can remain in the locker room if you want to. If you do come out there, though, you will stand. And if anyone kneels, they will take a 15-yard penalty starting out. And... So, two good points here that I saw. One, Colin Kaepernick, our boy, our hero, do it anyway. Take the 15 point, 15 fucking yard penalty. Who gives a shit? Maybe the other team will kneel too. Who gets the penalty then? So, yeah, shout out to the, whenever NFL starts back up, I really hope that the players take it upon themselves to do this anyway and punish the NFL for making this stupid rule. And then two, I saw a really good tweet that was a response to that that said that if white America decided to spend as much time uh, dealing with racism and hate in America as they did to dealing with people protesting racism and hate in America, we might actually get stuff done. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously, I mean, it's a racist rule. It's a racist rule. Yeah. This whole movement was started by a black man who felt like People, black people in America were being treated unfairly, and he wanted to do something about it. He wanted to use the platform that he has to make a point about what's going on in this country. And several black players followed suit. There were also white players that did it. That's good, too. But this was largely a black movement, and now they are punishing these black players for trying to have a voice and trying to use the small amount of platform they're ever going to get in their life to actually make some change in America, aside from you know their own glory and winning championships and making money from their passion. You know, um, because here's the thing about it is, to me, is that, uh, like you said, both teams could just kneel and take the penalty. That's that's whatever. But uh, the thing about it is, is it's just it's just the, it's just Roger Goodell and the owners, the NFL, saying, in, in no uncertain terms, uh, "Shut up and play, boy." Yeah, it, it harkens back to you know something we talked about before. 
talking about LeBron James when that fucking Laura Ingraham or whatever her name is on fucking Fox, you know, said that LeBron shouldn't voice his opinion. He should shut up and dribble. Yeah. It's the same thing. You don't, you don't ever see a person say that about a white athlete, ever. No. So, and of course, black athletes are more outspoken than white athletes because they kind of need to be. That's true. And so, yeah, it's just the same thing. It's just, you know, shut up and dance, shut up and play, shut up and dribble, whatever you want to call it. It's just what they want him to do. Like, the Roger Goodell and the NFL, they have, I mean, the, the NFL is a multi-billion dollar industry. And they, Roger Goodell and all the team owners try as hard as they can to get these black players from colleges and from anywhere they can to play on their teams. And, they, of course, they pay them handsomely. But at the end of the day, they only want these players for their own glory. And then when these players try and make a decision for themselves, they decide, whoa, 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 what's, what's going on on the plantation? You know, let's calm this down real quick. And now they're trying to punish them for making their own decisions. Yeah. I mean, where was the outrage when Tim Tebow was kneeling in the fucking, in the end zone? You know, where was that at? Yeah. Where was the outrage when Tim Tebow, full stop? (laughs) It's just, you know, I mean, people don't want to admit it, but I mean, he did kneel as an act of prayer, but it's like, that's a religious display too. Yeah. And we know the reason. That is actually illegal. And we know well, it's not illegal because it's a it private is. thing, but okay. but like, but we know the reason why there's an outrage. We we understand. I, yeah. I get it. But it's just like, but it just goes to show you again, just more hypocrisy from people that one style of of uh, speech is uh, allowed without um, any sort of uh, problem, but then the other speech has to be restricted because they have people doing it are black and are pointing out a real problem in our society. Yeah, because I mean, people like. Ann Coulter, Laura Ingraham, Tommy Lauren. For some reason, I can only think of white female conservatives. I mean, okay, Ben Shapiro, all these people. It doesn't matter. Put them all out there. Um, what they do every day is say is say hateful stuff and try to ruin people's lives and try and make it seem like they're the right and appeal to their base so much that they're dragging people, uh, black, dragging people into the depths of the right wing. And they get to do it without with, with a pass. And of course, you go on Twitter and you call Tommy Lauren ugly, and she's like, "Whoa, you were you were offended. This is this is my safe space, right?" But then somebody like Colin Kaepernick tries to, or LeBron James tries to say their opinion, and they literally financially punish these people. And yeah. it's disgusting. Why? I mean, it, it it's if you literally just look at it holistically, you see that. These white people on the on television get away with a lot more than black people on television. Yeah, that's and true. entertainment, sports, whatever you want to call it, white people get away with it a lot more, and it's clear. So I don't see why you know we're not just going to open our eyes and say this is a little fucked up, and things do need to change, and thank people like Colin Kaepernick for what they do. Well, you know, here's the thing. Think about this, okay? Um. And now I'm not going to make this comparison, even though it's going to sound like I, I am. But I'm just, I'm, you know what? Fuck it, I make the comparison. Just, just follow me on this little trip. Um, we talk about people like Ben Shapiro, about Laura Ingraham, all these people who who say these hateful things constantly. And you look at the opposite side. You look at who is someone on the other side that said something hateful. And I personally think that the the options on that are pretty limited. There's not many black extremists who said things that I would consider hateful because 
there aren't many black extremists because they usually get murdered by the government very quickly. Yeah. And, like, it's, the, the first I could think of, they, they didn't really advocate for, like, murder or anything, but, like, you know, the Black Panthers were a black extremist group who are the about as further, about as far extreme as black groups have ever gotten in America. And what happened to them? We fucking destroyed them. They didn't yeah. just get arrested. They didn't just, hell, they didn't even get censored. They got literally shot and murdered by the police. Like, that's yeah. what happens to people in this country who, who challenge white hegemony. They get fucking killed. And the thing about it, too, is the Black Panthers and, like, the Rainbow Alliance and what and whatever are people who don't just challenge white white supremacy, don't, don't just call out racism. They actually propose a solution by which we unite, not on the basis of our color, the color of our skin, because they understand that not everyone wants these systems to remain in place, but, like, our economic means right so then they that's when they really become a threat to uh the existing power structure yeah i agree and it's yeah the the the, the case of the black panthers is you know pretty egregious and i mean i guess luckily we're having a, a bit of a positive connotation on the word black panther now because of marvel um people are people are seeing at least the phrase black panther in a different light and um that's good, but I'll I mean, allow it. You'll allow it. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, people think Black Panther these days. They think, oh, hey, that's a good movie. You know, and it did a lot. Did a lot of things for black actors and directors in Hollywood. I will say so. this: the word or the phrase or the title did cause a lot less controversy than I thought it would. Like I, I thought yeah. there'd be a lot more meltdowns over it. Yeah, I mean, I did hear a lot of people saying, "Hey, when are we gonna White Panther?" And I'm like, "Is that how you see movies?" When you saw No Country for Old Men, were you like, hey, where's No Country for Young Men? Huh? Where, where's this movie at, please? But, like, the thing is, White Panther exists. His name is Captain America. Yeah. He's had three fucking movies. Yeah. But, I don't know. That that was one of the most amazing arguments I've ever heard in my life, was that there should be a White Panther. There was a guy um, on Tumblr who drew Black Panther as a white guy. He was like, this is my personal take on Black Panther, and yeah. just got demolished. Yeah, and then he went, then his whole life went to hell. Like, <laughs> what, what is wrong, what, what are you getting out of this? What, what are you like, oh, I see Black Panther as a white guy. What, what do you get out of that? What is this doing for you? <laughs> who, who, who hurt you? <laughs> I thought it was a troll at first, apparently he was very earnest. I don't, it was like... He was like he was like trying to claim that it was like a whole other level of woke, and I was like, I can't follow you to that level of woke, my friend. You've gone too far. I found my limit. Yeah. Oh man, it was good though. Um. So yeah, I, I fuck the NFL basically. Yeah. Back back to that. Uh, fuck the NFL. They have constantly been one of the most racist and capital hungry industries in America. And I'd like to watch it all uh, burn to the ground one day. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and also, I I know that I've advocated for the NBA on this podcast. I'm not saying the NBA is better. As far as I know, it has a much better public image. I don't don't know a lot of stuff behind the scenes. So don't at me and say that, oh, the NBA does this shit too. I just like basketball. I'm sorry. But go on, what you were saying. I was just going to say that I, I I think that American football is... I don't really watch it too much myself. I'm not really a fan. 
But I get it the sucks. appeal people have for it, right? Like I, I get why people like it. Yeah, I, I like when I watch. Sh- I like when I sit in front of the TV for four hours and watch a game for seventeen minutes. I get it. I get what they're getting out of it. I mean, our dad watches races, so yeah, but the race is constantly happening. We should There's say very we few mean, timeouts. By, by that we mean race car driving. He doesn't watch like other races. Like he <laughs> racism as a sport. Um, no, he just he just watches races like NASCAR. I don't think anyone was going to assume that, and now they are going to assume that. <laughs> Um, our parents are people watchers. They are not discriminatory in how they people watch. They will watch literally anyone. That's true. It's a and skill pass. that I never picked up. And you I have, did. And it's disgusting. Yeah, I can't help it. It's, we, used sorry. To make fun. we just sit there. We had a restaurant. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I think that family over there is like a, is like a divorced person. And they're like about to switch the kid for the month or whatever. And then me and you'd be like, why are they saying this? This isn't about us. And now I'm with you. And you're like, hey, look at this guy. He's uh, he's eating on a fucking craft single. And he's fucking dumb. And I'm like, why? why? Who cares? Well, hold on now. If we did see someone in public eating a craft single, you got to comment on that. I would Give that man everything. Or wait, are you talking about Marcus and the privacy of our own home? Oh, we're talking about Marcus. I think Marcus considers the whole world the privacy of his own home. <laughs> so, yes, I'm talking about Marcus doing anything. <laughs> um, but, you know, when I was a kid, speaking of, of, of football, I used to think that every state had its own team. Same. I thought it was I, mandatory. I thought it was a government-run program where every state had a team. I thought there were 50 teams. I was like, and of course it'd be in the capital, right? And so that's why we have the Atlanta uh, Falcons and we have the Atlanta Braves. Same for baseball. They were state-run sports. And when I got older, I was like, well, why isn't there a fucking team from Alaska? And it was like, people were like, because it's not the way it works. Yeah. I was like, there's like fucking 25 teams. But there should be a team from Alaska, shouldn't there? No, I mean, I think that now that, I, now that I've grown up and realized the NFL is a private thing, do what you gotta do. I mean, hell, there's, there's for basketball and football, there's like five teams that are in California, so. Hey, see, here's where we're gonna have to disagree. In California. We found it, so we found the disagreement. In my communist future, every state, all 50 of them, will have teams. You can only recruit people from your state. You can't go outside the state unless they move there to live there. So it's got to be within one of your own fucking uh, geographical lines. And we have four big conferences and they all meet for the champion, like the playoffs, and then we get the Super Bowl. Well, yes, I'm fine with this in the communist future. Mm. But as the NFL exists right now, or any sports in, uh, industry exists right now, it I understand why you know, not every state has a team because not every state can afford it. Now the dream, even bigger than that, is global football Super Bowl. Yeah, and the communist future I'm trying to build, we outlaw football. <laughs> it's the soccer? one thing people aren't allowed to do. What about soccer, though? Soccer, okay, actually, you're right. I should say, because I've been doing this a lot lately, American football is banned. Football mm-hmm. is still okay. Okay. Now that I hang out with a lot of South Asian people, they call it football, and I've been making myself say American football more, because American football sucks. Well, isn't it funny how we have our own sport? And we have, yeah. yeah, we have a couple. We have a couple of them, yeah, but like the whole rest of the goddamn world, every other country thinks that the fucking the World Cup is the biggest sporting event ever, right? It is. But America, it barely registers for us. It's true, and this year we're not even in the World Cup, so it's not going to register at all. And the Super Bowl is the big sport, you know, for us. That's the big sporting event of yeah, the Super year. Super Bowl, NBA Finals, and the World Series. 
Which shouldn't be called the World Series, but... Exactly! It lies! Because the thing is, if we ever did have the Global Communist Football League, America would dominate for like 50 years so the rest of the world got their shit together. Because we only have practice. I mean, look at our uh, our Olympic basketball team. We've, <laughs> we've won gold medals, uh, spoiler alert, every fucking year. Yeah. Other teams don't beat us. They get close. They've gotten close, I'll admit it. That's why we start recruiting from other countries these days for the NBA. But guess what? They don't fucking win. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm not a nationalist anyway. I actually hate America. But don't fuck with our basketball team. Well, in the future, what we'll have is the Global Football League and the Global Bad Football League. Mm. And Bad Football is our new name for American football. Mm, I'm fine with that. We'll call it, you know what we should call it is Tackle Yard. Isn't the isn't the old adage that it should be called hand egg? Yeah, but that's boring. Let's just call it tackle yard. No, that's boring. I'm an or, interesting person. Or we should call it football where the fouls are real. Mm. <laughs> where the injuries actually happen. How about this? Let's just let's stop beating around the bush. It'll be called American football, but nobody wears any clothes. <laughs> All the players are actually butt naked, and I don't mean they get to wear a jock strap. I mean, uh-huh. their dicks are out. So many people will be infertile after playing this game. Hey, love of the sport. <laughs> More important than having kids so you can kiss them on the lips in weird videos. <laughs> fuck Tom Brady. Yes, um, fuck Tom Brady. But you know what we should do is we should just replace the NFL with the XFL. Bring it back. I watched a whole documentary about the rise and fall of the XFL uh, a couple months ago. How was that? It's very interesting. Um, you, it's kind you, of interesting because when Vince McMahon and uh, his boy, whatever his name is, that worked for Turner or whatever, um, when they first had this idea, they were like, yeah, we want to do XFL, Extreme Football League. And then Vince McMahon's buddy, who worked at, all these, at NBC Sports and had all these great connections, Went and talked to people, secured a bunch of money, and this was before they had any idea what they were even going to do. They didn't. <laughs> all they had come up with was XFL Extreme Football League. They didn't know what was going to make it extreme, how they were going to get players, where the teams were going to be, anything. They hadn't secured any of that. All they had were the, was the name, and then they went and secured like millions of dollars in broadcast funding and good time slots for the games to come on, and. That's one of the main reasons that it failed. So it sounds very capitalism.text. Basically. If you're already rich and you're already famous and you've done something in the past, you can be like, hey, I want to do this thing, and they'll just throw money at you until you make it and it's bad. Yeah. Wow. That's the American dream, though, right? <laughs> Is it? I, I guess. Probably. I've been told, Silas, so I, I hope I have not told the story in the podcast before, but... My very first week at this new job, we had a, a dinner with our boss or whatever, and we're all hanging out, having a good time, and we're talking about um, one, of, one of my coworkers is still in uh, her undergrad, and she's talking about how, you know, you know, it's college. Sometimes I go home and I drink a couple of beers, then go back to class, come back home, drink more beer, go back to class, and we were all like, yeah, that's cool, and then this older Indian girl, she's a little bit older, she's already done like her master's degree and everything, she was like, back in India, that's what we call the American dream. <laughs> and I laughed embarrassingly loud and for an embarrassingly long amount of time. I mean, they're not wrong, right? Yeah. So, 
That's what the American dream is, being able to drink beer before, after, and probably during class. Yeah, which yeah, that's true. Who among us hasn't done this? Yeah, I mean, I've been there for sure. Yeah, I used to drink a lot. You know, the thing is, I used to drink a lot of, of alcohol, but now that I'm older and I hear people talking about their favorite beers, it's shit I never heard of in my life. Yeah. Do not get me started on fucking microbrew IPA bullshit. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, all these fancy, like, local beers or, like, sm- beers that, I mean, beers I mean like, 600 bottles of Everest. My, like, that's my favorite beer. And, like, I've never heard of this. Is, yeah, do they sell I, it at the Minute Mart? Yeah, I know a guy. He's super into craft beer. So one day where he wanted us to help him hang a projector screen in his house. And he's like, hey, if you guys do it, I'll pay you in beer. And we're like, sure. That sounds like a great deal. So... He goes up and he buys, he's like, oh, I'm going to get you guys this really good beer. And it's this dumb IPA microbrew bullshit. And it tastes like garbage. It tastes like the worst thing I've ever put in my body in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, please, don't ever feed me this again. And he ended up buying me uh, cheap beer, or Corona, which I loved, um, which is real beer in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm some kind of gatekeeper. Drink whatever you want to drink, but don't sit around and pretend like microbrews and IPAs are better than like Budweiser because they're not. No. Spoiler alert, people. Alcohol tastes bad. It's yeah. always tasted bad, and it's always going to taste bad. And there's no reason to make it taste worse. <laughs> Why? Why make it taste more bad? Well, my personal belief is alcohol shouldn't taste good. You have to, you should have to do some work to get the reward, and the reward is being fucked up. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, that's kind of what it is anyway. That's why I used to like drinking liquor instead of beer, because it took a lot less work to get to drunk. It's true. And it took a lot more strain. That's true. It tasted a lot worse, but it worked a lot faster. Also, you pissed a lot less. Yeah, the other day, me and a buddy were trying to, uh, trying to just be, we were trying to be madmen for a little bit. We were out on the, out on his porch drinking Jameson mm-hmm. and like these nice glasses. I took one sip and I poured it back in the bottle. Because <laughs> I'm like, I do not know how Don Draper did this. This is not a life I can ever live. Well, yeah, there are people who are like, oh, drink this bourbon. I'm like, all right, cool. And they're like, all right, now just put it in your mouth and leave it there. And I'm like, no. No. I'm not going to do that. That is not how drinking has ever worked. It tastes terrible. Drinking is a two-step process. You put it in your mouth and then you immediately swallow it. Like, you, you're just like, all right, I drink it really quickly. Or I'm like, don't drink it quickly. you got to savor it. I'm like, I'm not savoring this. It tastes like piss. Yes. Why would I savor this? What is there to savor? It's just going to burn my mouth. What if you have an open sore in your mouth? You're dead. <laughs> I don't know of any drink that I've ever savored. Like I want, I'm like I guess a, a soda or whatever. But yeah, even but then, it's just because I drink it, I don't, I don't let it sit in my mouth. I just drink it, and then I like it, so I drink more of it. That's the savoring. Exactly. You just get it done. And it's like here's how we do it. I'll never understand. I'll never this get it. Whiskey. How we do it. Also, I don't know the difference between whiskey and bourbon and I don't know. I guess I guess I guess I can tell there's like vodka and bourbon because vodka's clear. And I think gin is also clear, isn't it? Or like it's a, a lightish kind of color. I don't know I don't the difference know. between anything. No. I, I, know I just recently started from... drinking gin. Oh yeah, how's yeah, that? It, it is clear. I started drinking my I have a friend who likes gin and tonics, so I started having some of those. It's Probably some of the smoothest alcohol I've ever drank in my life. It really doesn't taste like much, so it's pretty easy to drink and have a couple. Have a couple if you're like really trying to get messed up. But I don't know. I mean, it's pretty much the same as. I mean, it tastes it's smoother, but I don't know. It's the same shit. 
Did you ever see that old picture they used to show us in school? Uh, Beer Lane and Gin Alley? No. It's like this picture, like two side by side, like streets from London, I guess. And this is painting. It's not real. And Beer Lane, I don't know why I said it's not real. It wasn't a real, they weren't two real places. Yeah, it was fictional. wasn't even real. It was a I cartoon, basically. Sorry, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like Beer Lane was all, like, everyone's happy. And they're like, hey, hey, how you doing, neighbor? They got their big fucking uh, tankards of beer and they're having a good time. And then Gin Alley was like dudes with, like, bent hats laying on the ground or, like, on stoops with like 10 cups that they're sipping gin out of and like they have like t- like b- like you know birds and stars over their heads and they're just it's like all dirty and shit and broken windows and I'm like yeah. it's the same thing you're getting drunk either way it's just how fast yeah it's I, I don't know that's weird we, we learned a lot of stuff about alcohol and drugs in school that I'm of the opinion that it just made us want to drink and do drugs more Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, we. All, I'm not sure if I'm not, is Dare nationwide or is it just or Southeast. I think Dare was world was nationwide. Worldwide. <laughs> I said worldwide. They had Dare on the moon. Dare in Chile. Um. <laughs> so yeah, we all went through Dare, and honestly, kind of made drugs look cool. <laughs> it did. They brought in the big board of drugs. Yeah. Like, here's what cocaine looks like, and I was like, ooh, interesting. Yeah. It's like a nice, uh, nice powdered sugar. Well, it's so. it's like a, it's a fundamental misunderstanding of how human minds work. When you tell us something is bad or that it's off limits, we want it more. Yeah, and then like you fucking grow up, and I mean, of course, hard drinking and alcoholism isn't encouraged, but like drinking and like having fun is like entirely encouraged in society. Yeah. So there's no real even before you're 21. Like honestly, it's pretty encouraged before 21. And people don't really talk that much about it. So, why do we get such a stern talking to about this tiger? What does a tiger know <laughs> about how drugs and alcohol affect human anatomy? I have, dude, I have no clue. Fuck dare. It's like, why is a tiger trying to sell me fucking uh, cereal? I don't get it. Like, what's he know about cereal? Well, tigers probably like cereal, so I can buy that one. <laughs> you think tigers like cereal? I think tigers love cereal. I think they like meat. You can have meat cereal. Why don't? Whoa! Wait a minute. Hold on. Why is there not meat cereal? Beef jerky cereal. Yeah, we'll call it beef flakes. Beef rios. Shut up! Oh my <laughs> god! This is it. I'm finally done with your shit. Okay? You say something, and I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll let him say it. And as soon as you say something, I'm like, fuck you, beef rios. Oh my god! Wait, hold on. Pork flakes. I literally said beef flakes. How is that so much different? It sounds more like corn. Pork oh corn sounds closer. Okay, so first of all, you have a dumb joke, and then you just ride off of my joke to try and save yourself. <laughs> Hammond and toast crunch. Nope. Doesn't work. Uh, listeners, this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> Wait, no. And I don't I mean it. the end of this episode. I mean the end of the podcast. I can save it. I can save it. I can Thank save it. Thank you for sticking around with us for so long. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I hear, I have in one of my ears, we have a way to save ourselves. What is it? Bacon bits. Say it again. Bacon bits. What is this even a parody of? Of 
you know, there's a food already called bacon bits. Yeah. We will just be bacon bits, but you put. So you're gonna call it the name it already has. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a new kind of cake, and I'm gonna call it ham. (laughs) Uh, That'll probably work out. People will understand there's a difference between ham and ham. Exactly. We'll build off of their brand awareness. Oh my god. All right. So back to this podcast ending. It's been 25 (laughs) strong episodes. Um, I've been mentally checked out for 24 of them. I'll let you guess which ones. Um. I don't see what the problem is with beef to be honest. I thought we had I think it in one. everyone besides you will see what the problem with it is. I'm talking to the marketing team right now, Seth. They're telling me it's testing very well. Oh, yeah. The Illinials marketing team. <laughs> the people love beef Rios. There's a hashtag. It's trending. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh... Man, so, any other topics to talk about this week? Do we have any more we want to bring to the table? I do not. We saw, I don't want to talk about Deadpool 2, because, you know, spoiler territory, um, but we did both go see that movie. It was good. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, very, it very enjoyable. Brad Pitt's in that movie. Yeah, he is. And Matt Damon. You'll never expect it. Yeah, Matt Damon is in it. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Kareem, Abdul- Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is in it. <laughs> um, oh, man. Oh, so, yeah. Let's see. Do I, I? I actually do want something. I just want to talk about it real quick. Okay, this should um, be good. <clears throat> they just they just showed off the first trailer for Battlefield Five, which I know what you're thinking. Didn't they just make one of those like two months ago? Yes, they did. But they, they're coming up with already. It was called Battlefield One. Um, and so this one's set again in World War Two because America can't stop going back to that well. We got to go back to the last good war we ever fought. You know, World War Two. I mean, let's be honest. World War II is our favorite war. And it's true. It's it's either that or the Revolutionary War. One of those two is our favorite war. Because it's one of the the two times, I guess the three times, technically, if if you sympathize with the Union, that we were the good guys. Yeah, we were the the heroes, man. We fucking went up there and busted up everything and won. Exactly. So people, we keep going back to that well, and we'll never stop. But um, this trailer for the game... Uh, showed off something, Seth, that uh, uh, people have had opinions about. Wait, isn't it that, that there's a new button that just says the N-word for you? <laughs> uh, no, they'd love, they'd love that feature. That would be a great feature for, for most gamers to have. Yeah. Um, no, it, no, the, the, the feature, or not the feature, but the thing is that one of the characters, and I guess the campaign mode or whatever this game, the story-based mode, is a woman with a prosthetic hand. Um, okay. She has like one of those old timey hook hands, you know, um, of like the three like fingers or whatever. Practical. And people have lost their fucking minds over this. Why? Because people with three fingers are getting represented for once. <laughs> well, people didn't say somebody was like, how does she have a robot hand? And I'm like, I've worked in prosthetics. That is far from a robot hand. But yeah. I have watched a man with one of those hands fire and reload a rifle. So... I'm not saying it's unrealistic. That that kind of works. Have you watched a man with one of those hands masturbate? <laughs> yes, with his other hand. I'm talking about with that hand. No, I don't think he won't do that. What if that's his dominant hand? How is he going to masturbate with the other hand? <laughs> what do you mean? How, you have another hand. Use that instead. How, Dude, if somebody told me to masturbate with my left hand, I'd kill mm. myself. 
What are you talking about? You never used a left hand before? Never like no. brought it in as a oh like a, like a. The other day, I tried to play ping pong with my left hand. Mm-hmm. And me, me, and my the guys playing. They both decided let's use our left hands. It was the most disgustingly bad game of ping pong ever played by anyone. My the left side of my body is useless. Well, hold, well, here's the thing though. Like, you haven't brought in your right hand as a relief hitter. Like, you know, your you, your your right one gets tired, so it's time for lefty to come in and have no, a man. turn. No, man. Righty doesn't get tired. <laughs> Righty doesn't get tired. He's right as rain. <laughs> you're so. never just jerking it so right, and you're just a leader's one out of, of steam halfway in. <laughs> yeah, I guess I have <laughs> once or twice. I guess what you could do at that point is just actually mm. instead of using your left hand, just just start using your hips. Hmm. Just hold your hand in place and then and work your hips back and forth. You know what I do when that happens? What's that? I go to bed. <laughs> because that's the end of my night. And no matter what time it is either. If it's 4.30 in the afternoon, day is over. If you're too tired to finish masturbating, that's time to go to bed. Exactly. If you can't, if you can't finish masturbating, you don't need to be awake right now. But I do like the idea in my head of a person who's like got a hook hand and <laughs> they just ignore their their regular meat hand in exchange for using the metal one. They're just like, well, this is how it is. Yeah. This is what's going to have to happen. That would be fucking incredible, actually. Um. So, yeah, I think that's a podcast. I think, we're, I think we did podcast. it. That's the podcast. Um, I, we've been the Illenials Podcast. Uh, I've been Smith. You can find me on Twitter uh, at MC Surf. Yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, at Real Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Marcus Barkley, the man who made our incredible art, and maybe one day you'll get to actually hear his voice. Um, you can hear him if you watch me stream stuff. He's on there sometimes. Well, you don't stream anymore, so. We're going to start streaming uh, State of Decay 2. We picked that up. We like it. So we're going to start streaming that soon. Nice. All right. So as always, uh, fuck the New England Patriots, and more specifically, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take a horse to water, but he won't get under it. Uh, we've stopped fixing problems and started to outlive them. Isn't there one more? Nope. You've said them all. Oh, that's it. All right. So signing out. Oh, wait. From New Orleans to New York. Ugh. Thought That's you the Millennial Podcast. Goodbye. Bye.